Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson. There is so much pressure on homeschooling moms to teach it all, hit every subject, and start while your kids are young. So this week, we're talking about the subjects that we think are okay to let slide sometimes. This was a fun episode, and we hope you enjoy. We also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Lastly, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for their support. They're an amazing source for regular homeschooling encouragement. And if you aren't already, you should go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Ted Wilson. Well, hi, everybody. Um, and it's really weird because I was just on a podcast like or a Facebook Live thing like eight minutes ago, and my camera was working fine. Now it's not. I don't know what the deal is, um, but we'll see what, if we can fix that. Um, we'll say that again for the next 20 times. Um, but I hope you're uh, enjoying maybe a little bit of spring weather. It's been nice up around us. Uh, but I keep hearing like the big storms coming, but I don't think it's coming to us. They just keep saying this severe weather is going to be covering, hmm. you know, the entire country or half the country. But I don't know. I don't In our area, the is. problem is everyone always thinks that, oh, spring's just around the corner. And then, you know, we're still in February, which is still really early. And then, you know, we start getting some snow again, maybe even next week, I think. And then you get your snow in April and that's when everyone really cracks, you know, cause they're just like, all right, they can't, you know, but they always forget every, and I do too. But every year we come back around they're like, Oh, it's almost there. It's like, Nope, we still got two months left at least. So, uh, but one has to hope to, I'm ready for it. I'd be okay. If it just kept getting warmer every day. Yep. But maybe it, it's not going to, I <laughs> know it's not going to, but, so anyway, I hope it's going good for you at your homeschool. I know today we had a great homeschooling day because my kids didn't do anything. Uh, in fact, uh, I had two sons who went to uh, went skiing today and the other one played basketball and they didn't do any school. I'm like, are you guys doing school today? My wife's like, nope. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but, And that's the beauty of homeschooling. I'm, some mom wrote me last or. I don't know if it was this week or last week and said, Todd, sometimes I disagree with you because sometimes you sound like you're just always telling us not to do school. And, and, you know, and I wrote her back and I said, well, I'm kind of like Mary Poppins where I never, you know, I never defend myself or I never, I never give a reason for why I do things, but I'm going to give you a little reason. And this is what I kind of wrote her this. And I said, you know, here's the deal. All you moms out there, I know are trying so hard. I've never really met a lazy mom who does nothing. You know, they're always trying hard. So, and all the voices are telling you to do more, do work longer, sleep less, you know, organize better. And if I'm the one voice out there who says, ah, just take today off, then I'm okay with that. So, and, and in fact, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, I I don't know if we, how you, how'd you title this one, Ben? Uh, at the moment, it's just what can we let slide, but I may change it depending on how our conversation goes. I like that. I like that. No, I, I like that. You know, what we can let slide. Because here's what I was thinking. Uh, at the end of last week, I think it was, I made a post. I don't even know what the post was about. Um, I think it was about, oh, I know what it was about. It was on Sam's birthday, which would have been Friday. Uh, Sam, my second oldest son, Ben's brother just below him, uh, he turned 28. 
and I wrote, a, put a little post with Ben on there. You can see Ben as a, as a kid, uh, and Sam as a kid, and we're out working on our back porch. We're just uh, beginning to build it, add it to our uh, cement pad that we already had out there, and they're both out there driving nails and and uh, looking teenagerish, and. I was just not I said, modern teenagerish. <laughs> what? So not modern teenagerish. <laughs> That's right. They had their New Balance shoes on. Yeah. And they were looking. They were looking. Probably groovy. shirt tucked in. <laughs> we're not doing this split down the part or part down the middle and hundred dollar Nikes he was, and he was not looking dope. Yeah. He was looking dopey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Back in the day. Back in the day. That was cool. Hey, but it was better uh, than what dad looked like. So, you know. That's right. That. <laughs> it's progressive. It's progressive. Um, and, but I just said, you know, kind of enjoy your, enjoy the day to day because in 28, 28 years from now, that'll be your memories looking back and that'll be here before you know it. And some mom wrote, she said, oh, it's been hard around our house, you know, and, and it's just, and she was just basically talking about the struggles of everyday life. And then she said, um, but then we have those sweet times where my five-year-old begins to understand what a noun is or what a verb is. And my two-year-old learns a new color. And I wrote back and I said, you know, uh, amazingly so, really the part of the diapers and all the mess those are the things that we remember later and the nouns and the verbs really aren't won't be the precious memories that you have later on and but i just thought for that mom you know did she th and i maybe you're listening right now mom and you can comment you know is it because you thought you accomplished something for school that feels precious about that and i thought what have we been sold? You know, somebody told us that our five-year-olds need. And so I asked my son, Cal, who's 16. He's going to be 17. In just a short time, I said, Cal, do you oh, know what nice. a noun is? And Cal goes, without missing a heartbeat, he said, a noun is a person, place, or thing. And, uh, <laughs> and I, you know, you know how he knew that? Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock, which is Rock. shocking because that was 100 years ago almost, right? <laughs> and, you know, if you would ask me what a noun is, you know what I would say without a blink hesitation? A noun is a person, place, or thing. You know how I know that? Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, yep. All I know about, about any grammar is from Schoolhouse yeah. Rock. Lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. <laughs> It was a hairy bear. It was a scary bear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I just thought, and I've had these conversations with others, and I thought, you know, what would be the things that I think we could let slide? Um, because, again, you know, as moms, you only have a certain amount of time in your day, and you can't do everything. And I know you moms are trying to kill yourself trying to do everything. And things I would let slide and maybe... Uh, I asked Ben this morning, I said, you know, maybe he could come up with some things that he would let slide. You want to go first, Ben? 
Yeah, a couple thoughts though real quick is something my boss actually we were talking about today. We were talking about we want to hire a couple new people and we've been talking about when to do it and, and we kind of don't want to do both of them at the same time, but we were like, maybe we should. But he said something and I think it's applicable here. He's like, you know what? I was just thinking like, let's just do it one at a time. If we have a six month gap in between it in two years, we're never even going to think about it. It's not going to matter at all that we waited six months for one of those roles. You know, and I think that's true for homeschooling and parenting is a lot of the things that we stress out the most and worry the most about. They're not getting it right now is in two years or four years or even a a year or 20 years. You're never, ever going to think about that. It took them an extra month or an extra six months to get something like that's just not going to be the things you're going to remember. I mean, how many times are there things that we we think and think and think and think and think and think about and then. We never think about it again after it happens, you know, and it's just not a make or break often in that exact moment. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was just something I thought was it was a good thing that he mentioned and yeah. I think pretty applicable. Um, yeah. But yeah, so mine. So, yeah, we kind of said, like, what were some things that we can let slide? Um, and my thought was, too, is. You know, to the person who says, like, we just tell you never to do school. We're not saying never do it. We're just saying today you know what i mean like it doesn't have to be today that you have to get that done you know it's not saying you won't ever come right. back that's to good, it it's just good, saying every day you know the answer doesn't have to be yes i have to do it so um some days there are even some weeks or months or even a year but again it's we're not saying you're never coming back to what an hour is it's just right now it's okay so um i put again also the other thing is i think these very much slot in based off the kid um, uh, to me. And we've talked about that a thousand times. But for me, like science is a big one. For me, science is nearly nearly irrelevant to 99% of my day. Um, you know, so I think that's one that if it's just f- causing frustration, approach it differently. Again, because science can be so many different things, you know. And there are a lot of aspects that are interesting to me. But like for my brother, Ike who is super into the chemicals of things and how things are made and like the inner workings of, you know, electricity. And I know that's a little bit different, but that's all science related to him. It is really, really critical day to day and he loves it. And so for him, that may not be something that you let slide as often because he loves it and he's into it and he's wanting to interact with it. But for me, and if you have a kid that's just struggling, I think that's one that can let slide. Is that what you were thinking well, in that kind of, kind of direction yeah, <laughs> or something exactly totally different? exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but I'm going to kind of piggyback on that um, because I like parts of science. I think, you know, you liked reading about animals and hearing about yeah. wild crats and Zabumafu and you loved creatures. That's Exactly. Science. And that's where there's you a know? whole bunch of variation in what science means. But here's what I don't have time for. I don't have time for the taxonomy classifications uh, where they talk about phylum class, genus, species, whatever. Always miss those in the trivia games though, man. (laughs) You know, and that's true. But honestly, and this is, this is your old buddy Todd talking, not God, Todd. Um, (laughs) I think it is a waste of time. I think if you're going to be a, in fact, I heard a lady on the radio Um, And this was, uh, I'd say, within the last six months. She was a bug person. And so she was super excited on this little science snippet 
of where she had a new bug that she could fit into that phylum class genus species. Like, and she said, oh, these are the thing that us bug nerds live for, that mm -hmm. we can put a new one in. But who else does that? Nobody, yeah. you know? And I just think, again, if this, if you love that and your kids love it, do it. But if you gotta let something slide, you could let that slide and not even matter. So, you know, for our science, I like reading about dolphins and reading about, you know, maybe for Ike, it was about Thomas Edison and how light bulb, he got a light bulb to work. I don't really like yeah. all the minutia. I don't like doing theologies like biology and where you have <laughs> to learn the parts of a flower. Like, who cares? It doesn't matter if it's the pistol or the stamen, unless you're going to be a horticulturalist. And even then, you may not have to know them. I'm a plant guy, you know, and they don't talk. You know, I'd rather learn about the Venus flytrap or, uh, you know, the corpse plant or something like that. We're doing, I think, one that would be is like creation and learning more about the exactly. biblical worldview that, you know, goes with that. But yeah, like the different types of rock. It's just like the crazy thing is, though, that sometimes people feel bad for not knowing that. And it's like everyone else out there, 99% of people agree that it's completely useless. But we all a lot of people out there still for some reason think like, you don't know this useless fact that I also don't know why I know it. But, you know, it is just this weird thing that we all like hold each other well, we were accountable talking, to. Just last week I was talking with some smart people. And they were all talking about um, a piece of that. literature. And this would be one of those things that I would even mention. Literature. I don't like I don't like formal literature, um, you know, because it seems stupid to me. And this is not a put down on all formal education. This is a put down of most of formal education. Um, but they were talking about um, a classic that... Um, uh, I wish I could think what it was. Uh, it wasn't Catcher in the Rye. It was To Kill a Mockingbird. And of the five or six people who were, you know, at least half, at least half had never read the book. You know, but there's this pressure that homeschool kids have to be able to read Catcher in the Rye or To Kill a Mockingbird or Moby Dick. And I'll, you know, and one of the guys said, well, you at least got to watch the movie. And I'm like, that's because the movies are better than the books. You know, they just okay. are. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Ben. I know Ben's a, a bibliophile, I think they call that, for books. I mean, your kids should know all the Latin names of those. Um, but yeah. I'm kidding. Clearly. Um, but, like, uh, you watch the, the movie, the Disney movie, 20,000 20, Leagues Under the Sea with James Mason. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, we'll read the book as a fam uh, to my boys. And man, it was a hard read. It was a slog. I just couldn't make it through yeah. it. Uh, and so sometimes those movies distill the best parts. Um, so, so I would say that about. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good one. Literature as well. I don't know why, Ben. Why do we have to know what the who the antagonist is? I mean, why don't we just call it who's the bad guy in the story? Everybody knows who the bad guy is. I mean, who's the antagonist in Three Little Pigs? But if I say, who's the bad guy? They all go, oh, the big bad wolf. Yeah. But the reason you have to know antagonist is so that somebody can give you a test on antagonist and you can circle antagonist. 
<laughs> so yeah. again, I'm not against it, but if you got to let it slide, let it slide. Yeah, I always see a picture that goes around sometimes on, I don't know if it's on Facebook or somewhere else, but it's basically like, it'll be on Barnes and Nobles, like they'll have the, you know how you, when you go in there, there's the table and it has all the different books on there, recommendations and stuff, but it's like the header of the table is like, books everyone says you should read, but no one ever actually reads or something like that. It's a catchier right. version of that, but it's basically, yeah, like to kill a mockingbird or whatever it is. And then, you know, like, um... I don't know, all the other, the classics that everyone, you know, Moby Dick and all those kind of things. But it's, you know, and I, I get some of them are good, but I genuinely, I mean, I've read a lot of books, but I, I think the whole, this book is just for some reason inherently that much better than everyone else and is a must read is pretty much total baloney because, I mean, it's a must read if you're into that kind of thing, but I don't, I mean, I would say there's a find something you're interested in and then find out what the must reads are for that specific thing you're interested in, maybe. But even that's not a must. I mean, if, if you get something out of a book, who cares if, you know, if it's a must or just 99% of people didn't like it? It doesn't, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get that whole, you know. I mean, I would say like Lord of the Rings is one of the best ever, but like it's not necessarily like, you know, you have to read it or else you don't like reading, you know. So, um, but I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. But that, that's a good one. Um, let's Did see. Did you have another one? I do. Hold on. I mean, obviously, these aren't these aren't going to be crazy different things that no one's ever heard of. Obviously, these are the normal ones. I'm doing. Um. I'll, we'll stick on that. I mean, my thing was history, uh, and I, again, I'm I'm a history major. I love history, but I don't think you should. Most of the time, I don't think you should do an organized history for unless there's a real strong reason for it or you just love it or whatever, or your kids are really into it. But just again, reading and joining as a family, reading books. I, I mean, I have often friends now who are grown up who are like, yeah, I was reading books with my kids and man, I just, it's just so much fun reading about this. I never, I hated it as a kid growing up. Uh, but now like reading about these missionaries or reading about these famous presidents or whatever, uh, it's just so much more fun, you know, and they just, it's blows their mind, like how much is there. And I've talked about this a lot, but again, I think it's okay to let the curriculum slide and just read books that are interesting, uh, whether it's allowed or they're reading them and they'll get so much more history out of that than they will. If you just have them work through some kind of workbook or textbook or other curriculum, um, so nothing super crazy original, but I, I just think that's a big one that's okay. But again, to, that would be that. The, the thing would be the formal yep, history. Exactly. I mean, the thing where you have to learn 1492, yep. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. We've, yeah. That really is not, that's not anything. Right. I mean, again, it works okay if in trivia. You know, when did Columbus discover America? 1492, and you win. But it doesn't, it's not a marker of anything. It's just a it's a test answer. That's all it is. Um, well, my next one is one I've already alluded to, and that's grammar. Um, honestly, I am a writer. I make my living writing and speaking. And I think, this is going to sound heretical, that grammar is a waste of time. You know, uh, and my wife would say, you know, that they don't do a lot of grammar. But here's the reason. I just don't know why it matters. You know, if you have to say, oh, that's a prepositional phrase, you know, so what? I mean, does it maybe if you're going to be a, if your child's going to be a, to grow up to be a grammarian or an English teacher or a lexicographer or, 
you know, or whatever. But for the vast majority, all those things can be learned later. Um, I was just looking up, you know, even on the SAT and ACT, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there's no grammar on it. You don't have to, you know, tell what a noun is or what a verb is. They're not going to ask you to pick out the noun. You know, I think it is only given so that they can take, so they can give tests on it and someone can grade the test and someone can teach it. So someone has a job. Um, and I would say, you know, I just want my kids to be able to talk properly, correctly, and then write the way they talk. I mean, now my kids still write horrendously sometimes and, and not all of them are going to be writers, but I haven't figured out why again, again, they've been doing it for so long, why we need to be able to say what a participle is. Yeah, that's um, the one. I think that's kind of that organized thing again is is I do think it is important to be able to clearly write out even like an email or the amount right. of people I see post something on anywhere. And it's like they literally it's almost like they can't even put a normal thought or length, you know, say something and right. put it into text. And I, so I do think there is the validity to knowing how to write something out that makes sense. But I mean, I can't tell you. Yeah, what a, you know, dangling or whatever it is, participle or An article. You know, yeah, or anything. I mean, I don't know any of the terms for anything, hardly. I mean, again, I have done them in growing up, but I don't remember most of it. But it, but that doesn't mean I can still proof. You know, if my boss is like, hey, here's a big long thing I'm going to send to someone. Do you think should I change anything up? I can still proof it for him because you know, I, I again, right. no one cares if everything's technically right in every single form, <laughs> but it's like, does it flow right? Does it make sense? Is it well said? Could it be reworded? Is it hard to understand? Like, and I think that's a lot more. That's honestly more, I think, from an editing thing more than just knowing. Because again, you can use Grammarly right. just if you're looking for straight up, just like technically, is it grammar grammatically correct? But that doesn't mean it reads right. well or is a well said sentence you know so um right. especially with you know modern stuff like there's gonna be you know your kids are gonna interact with all these new ai type stuff like getting a sentence to be technically correct is going to be extremely easy and already is so it's more about <laughs> communicating well than um you know knowing where exactly how uh, what's shocking to me commas. is that has even changed uh, you know, how people communicate. I mean, I heard someone on the radio and they were talking. I mean, this is a radio announcer. This is not like someone who's doing, uh, you know, like a commercial. This is the this is the person giving the news and they're talking like it's street slang almost, you know, like I'm not going to be doing that, you know, and I think, wow, you know, <laughs> it has some of those things have be they have become normalized you know and you'll see people post like dis d-i-s for this dis be and they'll and they leave stuff out and i'm like i cannot talk that way but it doesn't strike people as being odd anymore so you know even that has changed so um i will go then on to the next one for me Go ahead, Ben. Let's do an ad um, okay. real quick. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They are the math curriculum that our families used. I used them. I loved it. Um, our, and it's just gotten way better ever since. It's super fun, engaging. Uh, it's easy to use. 
uh, and then they have all, basically all ages. You can do it from um, base, any computer that has an internet browser, so it's super easy to access. They have family plans. They have an amazing customer support, and it's just a, a really amazing company. So go support them. You can check out a free trial at teachingtextbooks.com. And uh, I also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today magazine. Um, I know that uh, I just recorded a uh, an audio article that I wrote for this past uh, edition. So that, and I'm thinking, what kind of magazine does this? Where you can go and you can listen to the articles by the authors, because um, really, Homeschooling Today they just want you to to understand that homeschooling isn't a formula, just like we've been talking about. It's about relationship. And every relationship is different. Every child is different. Every family is different. And they don't espouse to a one-size-fits-all education. Um, they want to encourage you to think outside the box and who aren't afraid to let their kids choose outside the box and to be bold. So if you want to homeschool boldly, you want to be encouraged, subscribe to Homeschooling Today magazine. Today you can check out their, their magazine at homeschoolingtoday.com. They fill each edition with both encouragement and practical help from, from an entire team of experienced homeschooling moms and dads, including yours truly. Awesome. What was your next one? Uh, I was going to say everything above algebra, um, you know, including algebra. Uh, again, I'm not saying it's not important. Uh, I'm just saying that if you have to let something slide and you're, and that's not, something that brings smiles to you or your child, I'd let it slide. You know, um, uh, if they need it later, they can learn it. Uh, I've talked to lots of really smart people who, as they're homeschooling their children, they just kind of came to a impasse in algebra. And really the wise ones were the ones who said, we're going to preserve relationship over algebra. Okay, we're not going to do it. You know, or you can plug away at it, and if they don't get it, they don't get it. I know my two sons right now, uh, one is struggling. And so my wife was like, I'm about ready to let you stop. And he's like, no, I want to learn. I want to know it because he wants to be able to tell people he took algebra. So maybe that's the value of taking it, whether you got any of the answers right, and that you can say to someone of your peers, I took algebra. And on that, that, I mean, it is silly, but you know, honestly, I do appreciate that mom and dad were willing, like, for example, my, you know, I have a bachelor's degree that I did and then, you know, I haven't really used it that much. Maybe it's helped me a little bit just cause I've had it, I guess. And people have seen that, but you know, they were like, if this is something that you're going to feel inferior or it's going to bother you, which again, it's silly. It is superficial. It's not. I would say even biblical uh, or not. I would not say it, it isn't, you know, um, they were still like, if that's just going to bother you, then just do it. It's worth that, you know, to us. Uh, and, and they knew mentally, that's just how I was. So, uh, I am thankful that, you know, sometimes that's, that's the motivation enough and that's okay. Even though it is again, down the road, <laughs> I mean, that may change, but, uh, or very much. Will, and again, but. you were, you were 18 or 19 at the time. Yeah. I so, was like you know, you don't I think, think yeah. this, you don't think the same way as you do now. Right. I mean, things that you see it clearer back then, you know, I mean, I always thought it'd be fun to have braces and nice straight white teeth. You know, but when you get older, maybe it doesn't seem as important, but it is important at some time. And so, you know, same reason we, we give our kid braces 
so they'd have straight teeth you know uh <laughs> and we just do do some of those things for them um do you have any more ben <laughs> um let's see here this is one that again I, I i know there are some legal things in the world but and especially depending on the state but i think testing as a whole you should let it slide and not do it um it's not a subject but we've talked about it a lot of times it doesn't help them i don't think um you know if you're interacting with them day to day you know enough to know if they are struggling in an area um, and probably if anything, it'll just discourage you and them and compare them to something that's not even relevant for the most part. So again, I realize there are some, some areas that do have some restrictions. Just be very, very sure that you're a hundred percent positive. You actually have to do it. If not, then I would let it slide. And that's one I would never come back to if you are doing it. But, um, you know, or if it is just causing a lot of issues, um, maybe do things a little bit different for a while. If you, if you, if you you know, can't bring yourself to completely cut it out right away. But, um, that's a big one for me. So, well, I think even along that, those, uh, along with that, that testing part, I think it's so interesting because your mom, your, your mom is an amazing bookkeeper. She is, she could be an accountant. She called an accountant one time to ask if she had some uh, questions around tax time. And the accountant said, can I hire you? Uh, because she was so good. And I'm so terrible at it. I can't do numbers. But so your mom, I think in order to humiliate me the other day, she goes, hey, I just took this this account, this bookkeeping test online. Why don't you take it, too? And I know she was trying to humiliate me. And I'm like, I don't want to take it. I won't be able to do it. And she goes, just go ahead. It's fun, she said. And so I took it and I got a 70 percent. And she goes, Mr. Smarty Pants. You know? <laughs> so apparently I didn't do much worse than she did. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it didn't measure anything. I just know how to guess. In fact, I guessed on all of them, you know, but I, I'm pretty good at guessing. And, and it wasn't a measure of anything. I mean, to say that we were even close in that area is just a totally inaccurate, uh, inaccurate picture. But the one I was going to do next, and maybe my last one would be rote memorization. You know, and in fact, I didn't even know what the word wrote meant. I had to look it up and I don't have it before me because I had to shut down my computer right before this. But wrote, it just means basically doing something through repetition, repeating something over and over again until you put it in your head. And, you know, the thing about rote memorization is like the word wrote. When you need to know it, you can go find it, you know, and I learned it and as a 58 year old person in a matter of seconds um but if it had been on some list where i had to had 10 of those words it would have never stuck in my head and i just think sometimes school becomes that where we're doing rote memorization rote history rote science rote literature rote algebra rote sentence diagramming rote grammar and i think it is not those are the things that i think we could let slide and I will kind of close with this. And Ben, if you have any closing comments, you can say something too. Um, but I would say the things that I wouldn't let slide, I would say I wouldn't let reading slide. I want my kids to read. Why? Because they need to read the Bible one day. You know, and they need to know God's word. Um, do they all have to be great readers? No. I, wouldn't, I would want them to be able to listen to stories. 
you know, history stories and good stories. I want them to know basic math because they're going to use basic math all the time. I want them to be able to write, not just write to be graded. Uh, you know, I just want them to write, so, you know, to kind of grease the pump of so they wouldn't be afraid to do it. I want them to have lots of time in our homeschool to explore about art or animation or history like Ben did or science like Ike did and how to wire things together or how to pound nails or how to do hair and all those things. That's where I would spend my time. And you know, really that's homeschooling. Homeschooling means you don't have to do it their way. Um, and to do that, you have to let some things slide. So I hope uh, it was helpful. Um, I hope it was encouraging. Uh, but maybe you need to talk with your husband or talk with your spouse and, and talk through some of these things because, you know, the thing is, it kind of makes sense when you're, when you're listening to us, but then tomorrow when you open your lesson plan and it has some of those things that you struggle through each day, uh, it gets a little foggy and it's nice to have someone who says, Hey, let's just not do this. Um, so, uh, I hope you have a great week. Uh, and uh, hope you're getting a little bit of spring weather if we have a big storm hope you make it through it and uh, if it snows you can even take the day off and don't forget to smile thanks for listening if you haven't already head on over to our website thesmilinghomeschooler.com to take the homeschool personality test this is a great way to help understand how you approach homeschooling Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsors, Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free trial of their amazing math curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, don't forget to smile.